This is JCF of the Prophets Picks Football Podcast Show. Happy Labor Day and since it's holiday season for the months of September, October, November, and December. That means it is fall and winter holiday season. Not only that, that means that it is football season. Yes, sir. The NFL is back. And before you listen to the next prediction show coming up here at the Prophets Picks Football Podcast, promotions are as follows. Arigato Joey at SoundCloud.com. Once again, that is Arigato Joey at SoundCloud.com. I will use and listen to his music from time to time and he will be a part of this podcast show since the show's inception in 2019 nails by amani 258 south main street suite f jonesboro georgia 30236 the best nail technician inside and or outside of the 285 perimeter in Atlanta, Georgia. You can check out the missus. She has shopneolife.com forward slash forest health. That is F-O-R-R-E-S-T and the word health spelled correctly. You can check her out as well at heavenlyhairbrand.com. Forest crafts and custom designs. And if you want any information about heavenlyhairbrand.com, you can check her out. Info at heavenlyhairbrand.com. I am on X, formerly known as Twitter, at Profits underscore Picks. I'm on Instagram, at the Profits Picks 2019. You can find me on YouTube, Amazon, Audible, iHeartRadio, Pandora, because Stitcher is no longer in existence. You can find me literally all over the place. Everybody stay safe out there and stay tuned. Will I be picking your team to win next? Let's find out. All right, good early evening, late afternoon to everyone out there in our wonderful country, the United States of America. This is yet another edition of the Prophets Picks Football Podcast. Week five predictions. This is yet another edition of the Thursday Night Football genre. As Amazon Prime, since the 2022 NFL season, holds all of the exclusive rights for the NFL's Thursday night football games. And in week five, to start week five, even though week four has not ended on yet, I am going to give you on this wonderful Monday afternoon once again late afternoon early evening i'm going to give you the winner between the chicago bears the bears and the washington commanders and before i go any further before i give the time zone breakdown excuse me this is what every single individual needs to understand about the NFL and this is what I myself quite frankly 
needs to be reminded about the NFL. This is what I need to remind myself about when it comes to the NFL. And this is what I need to remind myself about when it comes to the NFL. This is what everyone needs to remember concerning the NFL. And that it is this. Do not. First, let me start with the air quotes, air quote, beginning of the air quotation. Do not assume or predict, even though this is a prediction podcast since 2019 and before 2019, what gave me the idea to even do this podcast to begin with is the simple fact that I have been doing this since I was 14, 15 years of age. Do not assume or predict what is going to happen in an NFL game, in an NFL week, X, Y, or Z is going to happen because the very minute, especially in today's NFL, especially in today's world, the very minute, the very moment that you think you can predict the very minute, the very moment that you think you know what is going to happen, especially in the NFL, that thing in which you think, in which you know, or should I say you think you know is going to happen, that very thing does in fact not happen. And I will not forget last week watching a particular show and in that said show last week said individual feels that all of the upcoming Thursday night football games is going to be boring they're going to be a waste of time they're not going to be an enjoyment of watching. And let me say this to that said specific individual. And I do not have a problem going up against Goliath because in all honesty, God is with me. And at the end of the day, um, I not too long ago, not too recently, within the last few months, went up against my own said Goliath and I was David and I had the slingshot and I had the very smooth slender slick sharp rock and at the end of the day it was God and only because of God that I came out on top it was not because of James it was because of God and at the end of the day the bottom line is this last night's game between the New York football Jets and the Kansas City Chiefs it was a lot more interesting than we initially thought it was going to be and uh, that game honestly you can argue that that game before it was played on last night it was expected that the Kansas City Chiefs was going to just straight up straight out win that football game with no issues, no problems. 
no hesitations to pick them to win in a blowout fashion. But we all now know, sitting here at 6.25 p.m. Eastern, 5.25 p.m. Central, Standard Time, that it was, in fact, not a blowout on last night. It was, in fact, a very competitive, very close game. And a lot of that is because of the fact that, yes, um, Patrick Mahomes II did, in fact, make mistakes during the game on last night not only did Patrick Mahomes make his mistakes in the game last night but we got to remember the New York football Jets they have a pretty good defense if we be honest with ourselves so with all of that being said once again this is the Prophets Picks Football Podcast Show this is a Monday October the 2nd 2023 and this is yet again another edition of even though it's three weeks, in, three days in it, not three weeks, Jesus Christ, three days in advance, it is still a Thursday night football prediction show. And you will not hear this show until tomorrow afternoon. And when I say tomorrow afternoon, I mean tomorrow afternoon, as in tomorrow afternoon, um, around one o'clock two o'clock possibly even three o'clock or whenever you decide to listen to it the point is when you decide to listen to the monday night football results show you're not going to be able to hear this show until after that show is done and once again there is one more football game that will be played on tonight and it is once again monday October the 2nd, 2023. Welcome to Optiembre. It is Spanish Heritage Month, Latin American, uh, Latin, uh, should I say American Hispanic Month. It is also Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And the number one individual that forced this issue and I'm very glad that he did, in fact, do so, is D'Angelo Williams, formerly a running back in the NFL of the Carolina Panthers, and he also played with the Pittsburgh Steelers. D'Angelo Williams, he, if I'm not mistaken, if I remember the story correctly, because I don't have any information up in front of me about him, but um, he had a mother, if I'm not mistaken, that overcame cancer breast cancer and he had a regimen of aunties um i think one of them had cancer defeated it and then the cancer came back and she defeated it again he had another auntie that had cancer and she defeated it as well um and then there was an actual family member that passed away from cancer i'm gonna be honest i don't have the specifics and i've already said this because of the sake of time I don't have that in front of me but I do in fact remember it was indeed Carolina Panthers formerly of the Carolina Panthers running back D'Angelo Williams that went to 345 Park Avenue for the um, Carolina Panthers and he went to Roger Goodell in New York and it was his legacy to implement 
Breast Cancer Awareness Month, let's wear pink in the month of October. Let's wear pink in the NFL in the month of October. This is D'Angelo Williams' legacy. So for all of you out there that think you're wearing pink on Sundays at church, that think you're wearing pink during the week because of the simple fact that, oh, all of a sudden it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month, quite frankly, just like his Mother's Day every single month, quite frankly, just like his Father's Day every single month, quite frankly, just like it is Christmas every single day of the year, because it is God that gives us life and breath. He breathes the breath of life into our chest every single morning. It is God's decision, ultimately for his glory and for his purpose. Guess what? It is cancer awareness every single day of every single month of every single year because this is something that children and adults are fighting no matter what point in time of the year it is no matter what month it is but at the end of the day the specific month set aside and I do understand December set aside for Christmas November set aside for Thanksgiving I understand that fall festival and the fall changing of the seasons is set aside for October I get that I understand that 4th of July and the celebration of this great nation of ours is set aside in July I get that I understand that however University of Iowa at the end of the first quarter during collegiate football season of their home games the visiting team and the home team which is the Iowa Hawkeyes the same colors as the Pittsburgh Steelers black and gold they turn around and they face the children's hospital directly behind the stadium in which the Hawkeyes play I believe it's Kinnick Stadium in Iowa City Iowa and they wave at all of those little children that were born with some type of a cancerous disease and at the end of the day every single day is cancer awareness month but in the nfl specifically let's wear pink d'angelo williams is the one that got that started and if you do not think that i am right if you do not agree with me google is out there and not just google but you can do your own research. You can call a mother. You can call a father if they're still with us. You can call a family member. You can call a friend. And you can find out who started pink for October. And that's for all of you people out there that don't like the NFL, that don't like football, that feel that it's a gruesome, brutal sport. And I am off my soapbox for this podcast show. But I just thought... I would get that off my heart. I thought I would get that off my chest on this Monday, October the 2nd, 2023. And I'm going to be wearing pink all month this month. But once again, it is D'Angelo Williams and Roger Goodell seeing the vision of this African-American man playing running back for the Carolina Panthers and finishing up his career with the Pittsburgh Steelers, it was in fact D'Angelo Williams that said, you know what? All of the important women in my life, my mom, my aunties, they have survived what's considered to be a death sentence. 
And some of my aunties have not only survived it once, but they've survived it twice. Roger Goodell, 345 Park Avenue, NFL. We need to enlist breast cancer and overall cancer awareness month in the NFL. We need to bring awareness to this thing because some people aren't as lucky as my aunties. Some people aren't as lucky as my mother. And again, if you don't agree with me, that's fine. We're not all going to agree. And we're not going to all be on the same page at the same time. But the object is, the ultimate goal is, we need to get on the same page at some point in time, somewhere down the line. Because there is power in the word agreement. It's better to be in agreement because there is power in agreement. It's power in agreement. And again, big props, big ups to Roger Goodell, the commission of the NFL, and most importantly, D'Angelo Williams, former NFL running back of the Carolina Panthers and the Pittsburgh Steelers because he is the one that started Let's wear pink in the month of October. He's the one that started that. And I'm going to tell you, I remember when it first started, it was the rave and it just swept across the country. Um, Pun intended, like cancer. It swept across the country. Everybody was on top of this. And it was funny because it was certain people that tried to make it seem like as if, oh, yeah, they do it every year. And it's something that they came up with. And I didn't say anything. I just looked at them and I was like, yeah, OK, you know. But it was D'Angelo Williams. We have to learn to give credit to the individuals that comes up with a revolutionary, world changing aspiration aspirational idea we have to learn how to give credit to where credit is due we got to stop being so caught up in ourselves and so focused on building our brand to the point where we think it's just about us and we take someone else's idea this was d'angelo williams idea because of the trauma that he had went through I'm not saying that other people didn't go through the trauma. There are plenty of people that have family members that have died from cancer. I get it. But at the end of the day, if it was not for the trauma that D'Angelo Williams' aunties and his mother suffered, and it's funny because I think D'Angelo Williams have the same amount of aunties on his mom's side that I have. And that was another thing that stood out to me when this came about, when it started. So once again... 17 minutes into the show, I have not talked about the Commanders or the Bears once. But I had to get that off my chest on a Monday, October the 2nd, 2023. It is 6.36 p.m. Atlantic Eastern Eastern Standard Time, 5.36 p.m. Central Daylight Time, 4.36 p.m. Mountain, 3.36 p.m. Pacific in Alaska, good afternoon. Welcome back to the Prophets Fix Football Podcast Show, 2.36 p.m. Alaskan time. And in Hawaii, aloha, Waikiki, 
Pearl Harbor Islands, Maui, Hanokawai, Napa'ili, Hanokawai, and the capital of Hawaii, Honolulu, 1237 p.m. Hawaiian Standard Time. The commanders and the Bears have met on an NFL football field a total of 52 times. And this Thursday night will be the 53rd meeting of all time. However, this is not the first time that the commanders and the Bears have met on an NFL gridiron in Prime time. Emphasis on the word prime time. In October of last year, Thursday Night Football, the Commanders, Amazon Prime, and we could not hear enough about how boring of a game it was from um, Al Michaels and company on Amazon Prime Football. And the final was Washington 12 Chicago, the Bears in Chicago, seven. The year before 2020, the Washington, you know who, and the Bears were in our nation's capital in prime time, Monday Night Football. And the Bears won that football game 31 to 15. Before that game, a few years previous or prior in 2016, Christmas Eve Eve as me and my son like to say all of the time the Bears lost that football game to the Washington Commanders on a Saturday and it was a final of 41 to 21 Thursday December the 6th 2007 yes I'm going back that far um, Washington you know who 24 to 16 against the Chicago Bears that game was also played in our nation's capital the game this thursday night will be played in our nation's capital once again for the colossal 53rd time ever in nfl history this past sunday the washington commanders took the philadelphia eagles to the brink of their first loss of the season and i'm gonna be honest I did, in fact, mention this during the prediction show last week. I said in that prediction show, the commanders played the Philadelphia Eagles hard in Monday Night Football last year. Not only did they play them hard, but they defeated them. And it was one of the shocks of the regular 2022 NFL season. The commanders defeating the Philadelphia Eagles in prime time on Monday Night Football. However, this time around the division rivals will play for the first time in the daytime right back at the scene of the crime and guess what commanders lost the football game but they did not lose it easily Sam Howell and the Washington commanders lost that football game against the defending NFC East and National Football Conference champions in overtime. Final 
34 to 31. Once again, in overtime. And at the end of the day, I really want to see what happens in the second meeting between the Commanders and the Eagles. I'm going to be honest. I pray to Jesus that this game gets flexed out later on this season in November or December or whenever it is that the Commanders and the Eagles play. I hope this game gets flexed out to prime time. Whether that's Thursday night football, Monday night football, Sunday night football, during the holiday season, November, December, Saturday night football. I, I'm hoping it gets flexed out because I want to see these guys beat the living crap out of each other just to make it to the postseason. And then hopefully they are healthy enough to make it through the postseason to the Super Bowl. That's what I want to see. I'm being 100% honest with you all. I'm shooting you straight. All right. The Bears did exactly what I thought they were going to do. And that was get they behind the beat at home in Chicago and that's what the Bears did the Bears had a home game and I was surprised when I got home from church on yesterday afternoon looking at the current scores and I thank God that I'm able to like I literally nowadays I literally get home and it ain't even halfway through the first quarter I don't have no shame in saying that I don't have no problem with exposing the truth like I literally get home on Sunday afternoons and the first quarter has not even started yet do I worship in the NFL? No, I do not worship the NFL. Is the NFL my God? No, the NFL is not my God. And plenty of people that know me, they can tell you that. But those that have the wrong perspective of me, they will tell you and feel and think that the NFL is my God. No, it's not. I got plenty of games right now that I've had time to watch on my DVR and I have not watched them yet simply because I just don't want to. Right? And at the end of the day, I literally got home yesterday and in all honesty, the first quarter was not even five minutes in. And we all know that there is 15 minutes in each and every quarter. That's why the games are three, three and a half hours long. If there's overtime, they're four, four and a half hours long. And that's the NFL. And at the end of the day, um, yeah. When I got home on yesterday, it was not even halfway through the first quarter. And that's a blessing um, because it does not take God all day to do what it is that God needs to do on a Sunday afternoon. Because I'm going to leave that alone. That's another topic for another time. But anyway, the um, Chicago Bears did exactly what I thought they were going to do. They got their behinds beat in northeastern Chi-Town and my prediction was Chicago losing to the Denver Broncos 34-24 to and the actual final score was the Denver Broncos getting their first victory of the season just like the Minnesota Vikings 
However, Broncos score 10 points more than the Minnesota Vikings. Broncos and the Minnesota Vikings will play later on this season. It is the AFC West versus the NFC North this 2023 NFL season. Broncos 31. The Bears 28. And if you haven't picked up on it by now, I love saying the Bears because that's how they talk in Chicago. All right. Washington Commanders lead the series against the Chicago Bears. 27 victories, 24 losses, and one tie. 23-21-1 in the regular season. 4-3 in the postseason. Boston Braves and the Bears tied in their first meeting ever. And that was October the 30th, 1932. Yeah. The Washington NFL franchise and... The Bears have been around since the 1930s. You got doggone right they have. Postseason, 28-21, December the 12th, 1937. Commanders over the Bears in Chicago. 28-21 was the final. Sunday, December the 8th, 1940. 73, speaking of the Miami Dolphins and 70 Burgers, the Bears won that football game in our nation's capital, 73-0 in the postseason against the Commanders. Merciless were the Bears back in the day. 14-6, December the 13th, 1942, Commanders over the Bears. And then 41-21. Let me tell you something. When the Chicago Bears beat the Commanders, it is not just a victory. It is a smashing 73 to nothing in 1940, 41 to 21 in 1943 in the postseason. December the 26th, the day after Christmas, by the way, 1943. And then it was a 23, a more toned down victory to 19 over the Commanders, December the 30th, 1984. It's 27 to 13, the Commanders defeated the Bears on a Saturday, more further along in the last millennia. January the 3rd, 1987. I was only six years old. I was only seven years old on January the 10th, 1988. A 21-17 victory for the Commanders. And 1988 was the last time that the Commanders and the Bears got together on the NFL gridiron. First time these two teams met, it was a tie. Last time these two teams met, last year, Thursday Night Football, Commanders won 12 to 7. And it was a boring game, Al Michaels. Nothing against you. I'm not holding it against you. There were a lot of bad Thursday night football games on the NFL schedule. Thursday night football 2022. And once again, supposedly we got a string of bad games starting this week. But once again, last night proved the point. You got to tune in. You got to tune in. The NFL season will literally be over at the end of December. College football season will literally be over at the end of December. January is the postseason. First Sunday in February is the Super Bowl. That's it. Just like the year ends once the school year for our children start in September. Once September comes, 
boom. The year is over in the blink of the eye. You got October, Halloween, Fall Festival, even though I don't celebrate Halloween. You got Thanksgiving, and then you got Christmas. And then boom, New Year's. Year's over. Just like that. Every single year, it never fails. And the NFL season and the college football season is over just as fast. And as I get older, it seems like it's over quicker than that. Right? And it's always been like that. That's why we got to indulge in it and enjoy it when it's here. And that's what I am doing right now on a Monday, October the 2nd. Welcome to the month of October. Goodbye, September, here on the Prophets Fix Football Podcast Show. Thursday night football, week five. To start week five. Amazon Prime Video, 7.15 p.m. The 0-4 Bears are on the road in our nation's capital against the 2-2 two two Washington Commanders for the second consecutive year. These two teams, NFC North, NFC East, will meet in prime time. For the second consecutive year on Thursday night football. 334.3 total yards of offense for the Bears. 215.3 of that 334.3 through the air. 119 of that 334.3 on the ground. Going up against the commander's defense that gave up a lot of yards on yesterday. And a lot of yards during the season. And they're going to probably give up a lot of yards on Thursday night this Thursday. Because Justin Fields is starting to put it together. Just like the light bulb came on last night for Zach Wilson. A light bulb came on again yesterday for Justin Fields. However, the Bears lost. The Commanders lost. Commanders coming off of a overtime loss on the road. The Chicago Bears coming off of a regular final time loss in their home stadium of Soldier Field in Chicago, Illinois. A beautiful city, beautiful place as well. And uh, that 334.3 total offensive yards per game going up against a 366.8 total yards allowed defensively for the Commanders. 244.3 at 366.8 allowed through the air. 122.5 of that 366.8 allowed on the ground. Washington Commanders offense 346.8 Offensively, after four weeks of play, yes, four weeks of play, we're a third away uh, through the first quarter of the NFL season. And 240.3 of that 346.8 through the air, 106.5 of that 346.8 on the ground of the commander's offense. Sam Howell leads it. That 346.8 total yards going against uh, Chicago Bears defense that allows after four games of competition 387.5 yards per game you basically can say that the bears gives up basically 400 yards per game and that 387.5 total allowed by the bears defense 272 of that 387.5 total allowed through the air 115.5 of that 387.5 total allowed on the ground this is going to be, and I said this about the Dolphins game with the Bills. I also said this about the, um, which game was it? 
I think it was the Cardinals and the 49ers. If it wasn't the Cardinals and the 49ers, it was the Chiefs and the Jets. But I said this, right? I said this. And this is what I said. This game can go one of two ways. It's either going to be a defensive game, like it was last year between the Commanders and the Bears, or it's just going to be a straight-up, flat-out, west side, guns drawn. If you if you can if you gonna go ahead if you gonna draw go ahead and draw let's go. United States Deputy Marshal Raylan Givens of Justified. Yes, sir. I think it's gonna be a Wild West shootout because Sam Howell, as young as he is, his spirit is old. Justin Fields, as young as he is, his spirit is old. And he's got a little bit of Michael Vickness in him as well. And I think that the yardage total will continue. But at the same time, I think that this is going to be a defensive game. I'm going to be honest. I really don't know what type of game this is going to be. But again, that's why I leave myself room for error. It's either going to be a defensive game or it's going to be a straight up Wild West shootout. And... As I get to my prediction, the Washington Commanders, 22.3 points per game, 17th in the NFL offensively, going up against a Chicago Bears defense that is next to last in the NFL. The Bears allow 34.3 points per game. The Bears offense, 22nd in the NFL, scoring 18.8 points per game, even though they scored a total of 28 on yesterday this is a culmination of the points that they've scored since week one and yesterday really in all honesty i believe it was their biggest offensive output of the season this seventh this i'll beg your pardon 22nd ranked offense in the nfl is going up against the 29th ranked defense in the nfl allowing 30 about 30 man points per game I'm going to go with and I'm going to go with this in all honesty. I'm going to go with it with the restraint. But I'm going to go with the commanders defeating the Bears back-to-back years and the Bears staying winless and I mentioned it earlier in the show literally a few moments ago and I'm going to um, capitalize on that mention I'm going to mention it again gonna solidify it that's the word I'm looking for I think it's going to be point scored but I think it's gonna be somewhat defensive I think it's gonna be a final of the commanders 24 the bears with a final of 21 points and then we will roll on over into preparing for collegiate football this saturday september october the 7th i knew i was going to do it eventually we're not in september we're in october october the 7th 
and we're going to be preparing for the NFL, NFL Sunday and NFL Sunday Night Football. Going to be a good one. Dallas Cowboys and Kansas City Chiefs on Sunday, September the 8th. And with all of that being said, I hope everybody has a great rest of their Monday and their Tuesday or whatever day it is that you are listening to this podcast show. I hope you have a great rest of your day. This podcast show once again was recorded on Monday, October the 2nd, the first Monday in the month of October. The year is winding down, y'all. Let's get ready for the holiday season because the holidays and all of the sales companies and marketing companies, trust me, they are already ready for us. It was Halloween crap in stores last month. And again, don't celebrate Halloween, but it is what it is. Everybody stay safe out there. Thursday night football week five. Commanders two and two. Bears zero and four. I'm going with the commanders. 24. The Bears. Sorry, Bears fans. 21. Week five predictions will begin on tomorrow after Monday Night Football Results Show. One.